Welcome back to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charma Amber. Thanks for being with us. If you'd like to call in, we're at 1-800-336-2225. Our guest today, Ron Clark, has written the New York Times bestseller, The Essential 55, which is an award-winning educator's rules for discovering the successful student in every child. So you're often working with troubled, dysfunctional, and challenging kids each year, a whole new new crew of them, I guess. So you have to start at the ground floor every time and struggle and work the whole system. You know, you got to explore, you got to be innovative and work the whole system up to a humming, cooperative, productive machine. Is that right? Yeah, um, no. I don't work with dysfunctional kids. Um, I would never call any of my students dysfunctional. Okay. Um, I work with all different types of kids. I work with gifted kids. I work with kids who have not had success in school before but are on their way to becoming gifted. I work with kids who have issues with discipline sometimes, yep. but kids who have potential. I would never call any of my kids disadvantaged, dysfunctional. I mean, I have a school in Atlanta, the Ron Clark Academy. We have kids who come from families that make really good well, good income, some yep, do yep. really struggle. Some kids are gifted, some kids have some learning disabilities. I work with all different types of kids, but I feel that every child has potential. Sure. So basically you just, you don't even look at the glitches, you simply find a way to bring it to a better place, something like that? Yes, I mean, just every 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 child has gifts, every child has potential. I mean, every kid doesn't learn the same way. Every kid doesn't learn from sitting at a desk and listening to a teacher. I mean, yeah. some kids learn better by, by getting involved, using their hands. Some kids, you know, really excel if you can use music or if you can actually um, teach them the purpose by, behind why they're learning what they're learning. I mean, different kids have different ways to learn. And yeah. I, we just, I make sure at the Ron Clark Academy we incorporate every different type of method so that all of our kids can be successful. So if you have some kids that learn better, say, through sound, do you separate, do you separate all those kids out so they can learn in, a, in that way from the kids that are more intellectual, from the kids that are more intuitive? No, we, um, we have all of our kids in the same classroom. I mean, in my classrooms, I have kids that learn through all different types of methods. And so what I do is I present the lessons in all different types of ways. And the kids who maybe learn more through using their hands or more through music or more through art or more through manipulatives, whatever they learn, I mean, they're, they're getting exposed to that, but they're also learning about the other methods as well. So, so you find different avenues and sort of aim it all to them learning better. Exactly. And if somebody learns better by sound, somebody else starts learning how to do that better because they're exposed to it at the same time. Right. It sort of balances them and teaches them more in a balanced way. Right. That's very good. Boy, it takes a lot of energy to do what you do. Oh, my gosh. I can't even. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I kill myself. I mean, you know, you might ask yourself, well, why doesn't every teacher in America do this? It's because it's a lot of work. It's it's, it's stressful. And, it's, it's. I mean, I yeah. really, really put forth a ton of work developing these lessons and plans. And that's the whole purpose for the Ron Clark Academy. I mean, this school we have in Atlanta, I mean, it's a training site for teachers. And so we do all the work. I have a staff of national award-winning teachers, and we put together these programs, these lessons, these ways to teach kids, and then we invite people to come to us from around the country to come visit our school, to spend a day in our classrooms, to watch what we're doing, and to take our lesson plans back around the country. And we've already got 
over 3,000 teachers signed up who oh, are coming through now beautiful. this year getting our ideas and mm. our programs, and they're taking it back all over the country. Well, you hit the bed dead, don't you, at night? Oh, I, listen, <laughs> when I put my head down, I'm out. I mean, that's yeah, all there is to it. I mean, there's no laying there. There's no reflecting on my day. I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> now, another question I have. It seems to me that what you're saying is that you may have used technique A last year, but technique A may not work this year, so you have to be creative and come up with a new technique. And you've probably got 150 techniques, and you're revising them all the time. Is that it? Oh, yes. I call it a oh. bag of tricks. Yep. I have a little bag of tricks. A and big any, bag, I bet. <laughs> any veteran teacher has a bag of tricks. Sure. Mine might look a little bit odd to most people just because I use really out-of-the-box methods, and so but I use things that work. Yep. Honestly, y'all, sometimes I try stuff, and it's just it's just not worth anything. And so I, <laughs> but I'll stop it. I say, well, I'm never doing that one again. Let me try. Let me tweak it. Let me try something else. And some ideas I come up with are, are really, really good and really, really work. And so those are the things I continue to do and continue to share with people. So you're a teaching inventor. Yes, I like to call our school. I feel like we're a laboratory because yeah. we're always coming up with just really, really different things, and then we share it. I mean, the things that work, the things sure. that don't work. We, of course, we don't share those at all. Yep. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts. Our phone number here is one eight hundred three three six two 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 five. Our guest today, Mr. Ron Clark, who's written the Essential Fifty Five. It's an award-winning educator's rules for discovering the successful student in every child. I bet some of these teachers that come, I'm sure they're excited and ready to stretch, but I bet you really stretch some of them. Oh, yes. <laughs> Quite a bit. I bet some of them look at you, you're kidding, right? And, and you go, nope, I'm not. And, you know, you're doing things so out of the box that kids probably look at you at first like you're nuts. And then they go, well, they kind of warm up to it. Is, does that happen? Yeah, like, one thing that's really different, we do it at the Ron Clark Academy in Atlanta, we have a gauntlet. <laughs> And basically all it is is an obstacle course, and the kids have to go through this academic obstacle course, and they go from station to station, and they have to actually show with their hands things they're learning in every class, and each teacher sets up a different station every six weeks. And so these kids are constantly having to go through this gauntlet. It's like a maze. It's like a really elaborate labyrinth where these kids are going through just doing these different activities, going from station to station. And when kids first see that, they're like, holy cow, we have to go through there? And I'm like, yeah, you have to go through there. And when people visit, they say, now, what in the world is that? But then once they see how it works, they're like, wow, that's just the coolest thing ever. And our kids love going through it. And so things like that sometimes when I first show it to people, they're, they're like, holy cow. But then after they see it, then they realize, oh, my gosh, this is really brilliant. Yeah. So do you ever have teachers that say, thank you very much, but this isn't for me? Oh, yes. Yeah. Some things I do, like, do. <laughs> I, I take um, rap songs that have, like, really bad lyrics. And yeah. I change all the lyrics to apply to educational stuff. Yeah. And I, I rap the songs in my classroom. And some teachers will say, you know, I'm going to try that. And some are like, you are kidding me. There's no way in the world <laughs> you would have me rapping in front of my students. you got to be able to keep a note, right? I, <laughs> so, uh, so some things I do, some teachers say, uh, I'm not feeling that. And so some things will say, oh, yeah, that's brilliant. I bet that would be great for, for me. Yeah. And so, but that's why I have so many different things that we share with teachers because yes. I know not every teacher would, would, would like to use everything. But um, some things, I, I haven't had a teacher visit yet who didn't say, oh, my gosh, I love this. I love that. I want to take this back. Yeah. And so there's something for everyone. 
I also bet that you've got some teachers that come in, and once you finally get their juices turned on, their creative juices, that they start contributing ideas that you go, great idea. Oh, yeah. I mean, whenever you get around good teachers, I mean, there's yep. tons of good teachers out there, but whenever you get around you start talking and having dialogue, you know, I'm, I'm constantly learning from them as well. And so um, I've been all over the country. I've been to 49 states. I went over 300 schools just to see what's out there in America, what's working, what's not working, and I learned a lot. I got so, a lot of good ideas and some things that we incorporated in, in our school in Atlanta and then some things that I tweaked a little bit and then some things that led me to think of even different things. And so um, costly sharing and getting information from other teachers as well. So when you went and took a look around, what did you think? Um, overall in our country, um, I would say I saw a lot of positive things. I saw a lot of things that scared me too. <laughs> There's some <laughs> negative thinking. stuff out there, but I, I, I met some great teachers, y'all. I was like, wow, we've really got some wonderful teachers. And um, some areas I would go and I would study because areas that had high test scores, but they di- didn't even have computers no libraries. I'm like, how in the world are they getting these high test scores? They have nothing there, no resources. And I'd go and I would see schools that had phenomenal teachers. It was always the teachers. Schools yep. with, with phenomenal, wonderful, exciting teachers had high test scores. Yep. You know, it didn't even matter about technology, but all this nope. other stuff. So it's all about the teachers. Yeah. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmay Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts. Don't forget to catch us. We air Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern on CRN. And also check out our website, MasteringOurselves.com. Our guest today is Ron Clark. If you want to call him, you can call right now at 1-800-336-2225. Ron, you have a website too, don't you? Oh, yeah. It's just ronclarkacademy.com. Easy. R-O-N-C-L-A-R-K-A-C-A-D-E-M-Y.com. It's a really cool site. It's free resources for teachers, message forums, videos of our school, pictures. It's lots of cool stuff. Great. Also, you can go to our website, click over to CRN, and they have uh, Ron's website up there right now, so you can click directly over and get some uh, good stuff for your school. So you can't just be a, a rote teacher and have this pizzazz happening in the classes. It's got to go past the rote. Yeah, you don't have to jump up on a desk and dance and sing like I may do in my classroom. But or drink yeah. or drink a hundred cartons of chocolate milk. I did get sick though. Oh, so, I bet you. I don't did. doubt it, man. But you do have to be able to show those kids that you care about them. You have to find a way to put a spark in there. Mm-hmm. I mean, use your own personality. You don't have to be crazy, but you do have to find a way to show those kids you want to be there and that you love what you're teaching. You know, on the on the movie that we watched uh, of you. You know, those type of children in Harlem or wherever it was you were, these don't have generally teachers who think they have a prayer. So, you know, it, it, you're up against, you know, a huge mountain to even get them to sit up and take note that there's a possibility for them. They're not trained to think as that there's a possibility for them. Right. So, And there's a lot of things missing from education in our country in terms of educating teachers we really need to work harder to educate teachers on discipline um, that's one thing that you know, I go to colleges all over the country constantly to say how are you training your teachers what are you doing and the one thing that's missing more often than not is just teachers aren't being taught how to discipline kids how yes. to have structure how to deal with crazy parents <laughs> how, how to really just get in there and deal with what's really going to happen when once you're in the trenches right. and also teachers aren't taught you know 
how to believe in kids, how to find potential in kids right. who no one else sees potential in. I mean, we're taught pedagogy, we're taught curriculum, we're taught different methods and strategies, but we aren't really taught the heart of teaching, and yes. I would like to see that um, done more in educational programs across the country. you got to care before you can do that, right? Yep, and, oh, listen, anyone who's listening, if you're considering being a teacher, if you don't care about kids and if you don't really you know, <laughs> want to do the best for them, please don't join our profession because yeah. we, don't, we don't need you. Yeah, run, Forrest, run. Run, run away. <laughs> so you have five steps for uh, warnings and, and misbehavior, uh, the getting more serious to the fifth one. You want to talk about that? Um, well, I have a lot of consequences. I have a 55 rules, and so when you have lots of rules, you must have lots of consequences. And my number one consequence, and people, whenever I say this, they go, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the kids don't want to disappoint me. These kids, they see I am putting my heart into this. They know I care about them. I mean, they can just see how, how hard I'm working. And when I say to a kid, oh, you know what, Brandon, you really, really have disappointed me. <laughs> These kids look devastated. Oh. And so... Um, and also one other other tactic I use is sometimes I really got to fuss the kids out, and sometimes I will let them have it, but I try never to belittle them. I'll pull them out in the hall, and I'll say one-on-one, you know what, your behavior in this classroom, you know, it's really disappointing me right now. I, I think highly of you. You're a bright kid. You can do better than this. I said, oh, come on, chin up. Come on. And so I pull them out in the hall, separate them from the situation, calm them down, mm-hmm. lift them up, and tell them positive things as well as the reasons why I'm upset. Yeah. I mean, just different methods I use. Also, I do give kids silent lunch where they can't talk during lunch. I do make kids stay in detention after school. I do have a lot of techniques I use that um, for punishment, but you have to because if you have rules, you have to have consequences. That's right. So they es- escalate according to the problem kind of, or the amount exactly. of problems. Right. After a while, they stop having problems, don't they? Um. Well, there's <laughs> always problems. I mean, even I mean, there's no there's no magical cure. I mean, even with my 55 rules, I still have problems once in a while. But the the thing that changes is how to handle them, how to handle the problems, and how to yes. how to deal with it. And that becomes much easier. Yes. I mean, my classroom in the first week of school was always a nightmare. <laughs> but come November, it's a smooth sailing ship. Yeah. The kids know the rules. They know what's expected. They respect me. They respect each other. So then we do have little problems because problems will happen because I'm dealing with teenagers. I mean, geez, these things are going to happen. When they come up, it's just much easier to handle the situations. We all know the consequences. And so I've built that, that foundation, that family. So... Um Love and discipline go hand in hand, and, and they it's sort of, it, it, actually, if you if you don't care enough, you don't discipline as much, or you discipline in a destructive way. Yeah, it's it's a balance, and sometimes, honestly, I float to one side too much, had to bring myself back. Sometimes, you know, I'm showing I'm caring too much to them, and then sometimes I'm being too strict. I mean, and I, parents go through that constantly as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, we always have to try and find just that right balance where it's tough love, where you're loving them, but, you know, you're strict with them as well. Yeah. You don't want to be too strict. You don't want to care about them too much. Just let them get away with murder. It's finding that perfect balance. And, you know, I'm always trying to float right there in the middle. And That's all it. good teachers are doing that as well. Yeah. So um, do you have parents sometimes that say, <clears throat> Mr. Clark, you're being a little too strict with my Johnny? Um, once in a while. I mean, for the most part, I'll hear the opposite. I'll hear parents say, oh, my gosh, we love it. He's saying, yes, sir, at home now. He's cleaning his room. What, he was cleaning the table the other night. What have you done to my child? Yeah, what did you and, do to him? Yeah, and so anyway, so most of the time, I say 99% of the time, it's very positive. 
But sometimes parents will come in and say, Mr. Clark, you are too strict. Your expectations are too high. You know, he said you were fussing at him because he's not doing his work. And I was like, yeah, he's not doing his work. And I was fussing at him because <laughs> he needs to do his work. And, and he needs to be respectful and he needs to pay attention. And so most of the time I can usually convince the parents that, you know, the program is, is what is in the best interest of the child. Right. Wonderful stuff. Break time. You're listening to Mastering Ourselves with Keith and Charmaine Amber, your spiritual lifestyle experts. We offer a place to find sound answers to life's tough questions. And I'll tell you, Mr. Ron Clark is a good sound answer to some of the problems we have in schools, and it's great what he's doing out there at Ron Clark Academy. Uh, let's see. Don't forget, we air Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Fridays, Saturdays, 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern on CRN. And check us out on MasteringOurself.com. You can go there and click the CRN, and you will also find Ron Clark's uh, web address if you want to go there and check it out. Again, you can reach us at 1-800-336-2225. Hang on.